Welcome to Shots Fired Podcast with Christy Donnelly and Jack Lee. We chat all things photography, creative entrepreneurship and life. We want to share with you all our tips, tricks and all of our mistakes so you don't have to make them too. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Hello guys. Welcome back to Shots Fired. I'm Jack. And I'm Christy. And today we're talking about seven secrets to being an amazing storyteller. So we're actually just going to jump straight into this episode. It's going to be quite a dense, info-packed episode. So again, take some notes. And full disclosure, this is actually something that I'm notoriously bad at. But because I'm bad at it, (laughs) this is literally my own blueprint to become better at this. Um, So you're learning with me for this app. How exciting is that? Yeah, I think it's really important that... Um, people do learn this stuff because I think at the core of photography it is art and it is storytelling and I think people go away from that a lot so I'm excited yeah. for people to get back to their photography roots and yeah, start to tell some too. more stories be good yeah it's something I completely didn't understand for the longest time and mm. it's something my coach has kind of communicated to me that I need to improve on and I'm so excited that she did because um, you know I'm just going to elevate all of my galleries so in yeah. short um Being a great storyteller is all about how you tell the story of the brand or the wedding or whatever it is that you're shooting. Um, And it gives a more elevated feeling. So it really, it's curating this gallery. Um, It's how you're shooting it, how you're editing it, how you're putting it together, delivering it um, in a way that's cohesive and tells the story of whatever this um, project was. So... Mm. Things that we'll take away from this storytelling is over-delivering. And this is one of my main issues because I'm notoriously bad at this. If you're over-delivering, it kind of, it's overwhelming. When you see the the gallery screen, you might see 20 of the same kind of photo, which is what I used to Mm. do. And that's immediately no storytelling because all they're seeing in one view is the same thing. So really trimming that... um, is a, is a part of this um, not having a good mix of macro versus micro shots um, within the mid shots I use a, a bit of macro but I, I don't use the micro a lot um, galleries not flowing edits not being consistent and white balance is being off this is big in weddings as well when you're going from like ceremony to sunset and then back inside um, it's pretty common for white balances to not be um, in check if you're not really really fine-tuning this Um, and then curating too much and not capturing enough natural moments within. And this goes for brands and um, weddings as well. So having everything a bit too posy and not not having those natural moments in between. Um, So those are all things that will take away from storytelling. Um, Yeah, so that's that's pretty much what we're going to chat about today. Yeah, I'm excited. I actually have um, you thought about this a lot, Christy. Yeah, well, on my last shoot, which was one with the couple, I like really focused on this storytelling for them, and I mm-hmm. freaking loved it. I was so much more into it because I was trying to convey who they are, what they do together, like just the whole thing. And I just sent the gallery off today. And I got the nicest response. Like, I can't believe you captured our essence of our relationship, our home, like just everything. Like they were so shocked. Like she's like, I literally cried when I saw these photos because I felt like they were us. Like they weren't just photos. Mm -hmm. She's like, I, you really told a story. Yeah. And I was like, that is the ultimate goal. Yeah. And I really focused on it with them and it, 
it worked and they loved it and they're like can we book you for an engagement party this that like all this stuff because like we just loved the way you captured our emotions and stuff and I like did a lot of planning for that like Mm -hmm. I didn't just you know somehow tell the story like I learnt learnt who they were and how to convey that in the photos and took the time to get to know them and it really helped so yeah Mm. yeah starting to get it more into it as well and I'm freaking loving it yeah yeah it's a really powerful tool if you make the most of it like Mm. if you if you have like 10 photographers shooting the same moment they're all going to capture it differently because of who they are and and how they work what they Um, see so it's almost like you leave a bit of you in every photograph and gallery as well which is such a beautiful thing Mm. um so yeah I love that and especially in weddings as well you become such a part of their day um and you're there to document what's happening um like yes you might pose a bit here and there but it's it's an extremely intimate thing to be a part of someone's story like that and telling it uniquely and you know, true to who they are and how they feel is mm-hmm. massive. It's the most important thing. Um, and it's all about, it's you know, it's about everything. It's about who they are, but also like where, when, why, how, like everything is supposed to be in this gallery. And that's what separates a, a good photographer from a great storytelling photographer mm. um, because they're, they're able to be in that intimate setting and express all of these things through how they work so this is a massive massive tool that you can take advantage of and just really level up your galleries Mm. and once you start doing it it'll naturally just come to you as well like I used to be really like good at this because I was always trying to create art and then I think as it more became a business I was kind of like doing jobs for clients and all this and that Mm. I'm just like ah, like I really missed the storytelling part and I think the more you do it the more it's just going to happen naturally even if it is for a client just taking the time out to be like, okay, what are we trying to convey here? What's the story? And the client is going to be like, wow, thank you so much. That is such an awesome way of thinking. Like, yeah, yeah, it's going to really benefit you and your clients for sure. For sure. Okay, so number one, including details. Um, So standard portraits are beautiful. You know, you can do a mid shot. I generally do like the, the shot cutting off kind of, Um, above waist level for a nice portrait and then you've got the one kind of just above the knees for a nice mid shot and then you've got a full body and I'm great at those and I generally um, if I miss anything I've noticed in the past it was very far shots and very Mm. very detail shots and these are what makes such a big difference it's the equivalent of like Mm. having b-roll in a film um, and it really helps to tell the story so and they're some of my favorite shots when I do do this. Um, so being really intentional and making those those moments um, meaningful as well. So maybe you can get a really close-up photo of, like if you're doing a brand, one of the tags. Because, you know, usually a brand thinks so much about every single aspect. And even the tag, they would have put so much thought and effort into. And having a nice detailed shot of that tells a part of their story. If it's a wedding, you can obviously do a close-up of the ring that's pretty standard but maybe you can do a super close-up of the bride just holding one flower and it's just a bit of the flower and like her lips and that's all just having these really small um tiny moments really close in is just a stunning way to tell a story a hundred percent absolutely getting all those different details like makes you feel like you're there and you like you're really seeing it you're not just seeing the same thing over and over again all right, number two, 
aim for variety in each scene. So using different angles, I think it's so, as photographers, it's so easy to get in your head when you're shooting and you're just doing the same sort of thing. Like obviously you mix up the posing or whatever, but to actually really get creative with your angles is like really good for storytelling because the yeah. person that's viewing the images isn't just seeing the same angle. They're seeing what's around them, what's how do you shoot from underneath or above or far away, like you yeah. said, like just getting all those different angles and it just really shows the whole story, not just that same person. Yeah. Or even um, maybe you want to get people in the background or you don't want people in the background. Like you just, I don't know, just think a bit more about how you're framing it and um, yeah. yeah, just variety. I which love actually getting goes some like one. tree branches or florals and putting them right mm. in the edge of my lens just to give a little same. softness. Yeah. yeah in the in the foreground and also at weddings it's massive to get perspective shots um and that's where you can fit in this variety like I saw this really beautiful um stop motion that I can't remember his name I wish I could but he <laughs> did this stop motion of a couple at a wedding and they were holding hands and like spinning each other around and the first half of the stop motion was the guy's view looking at the girl and then it just seamlessly flowed into the girl's view looking at the guy and just the emotion mm. and the movement and the perspective in that was just breathtaking. So I you can that. use these different aspects, these different, um, you know, frames, angles, all that kind of thing um, to really help you tell a story. Mm, absolutely. And I think that, yeah, that naturally goes into the next one, which is controlling your framing. So just being aware of what it is that's around, what's in the background is it adding to the story or is it taking away? So I think there mm-hmm. could be things in the background that really just don't fit the mood. Um, so naturally you want to cut them out, but sometimes you just don't think like that and you're just shooting because you're like, oh, that's that's a good angle. That's a good pose. I'll just shoot it. Mm-hmm. Oh, that thing's in the background. Oh, well, it's a good photo anyway. Like Sometimes just, I don't it, even see it. I'm like yeah. not even mindful enough to actually think about, okay, what is in the background here? Mm. And then really and like I see it when I'm yeah. editing, I'm like, shit. Yeah, like, damn it. I <laughs> uh, no, yeah. that's I think why having the story before you start shooting, it just makes it more like it's easier when you're there because you're more aware of what you're trying mm. to convey. Um yeah. and yeah, like you said, with the flowers, the florals, like holding those in front of your lens, like definitely doing that sort of stuff if it fits the mood. If it doesn't fit the mood, don't do it. Like just think about mm. what you're doing. Cause that was something I did with the last one. Like they that couple shoot that I was talking about, they're love flowers he's a landscaper their whole house is full of fresh bright flowers Mm. their dog's name is bloom so naturally i was like all right well let's get lots of colorful floral you know and i did that a lot with throughout the photo shoot and they just loved it they were just like perfect because the engagement ring as well was floral um like based so everything was just like flowers and it was beautiful and it just told their story um Mm. so just be more aware of that or like yeah if you want people in the background like do you want it to be an isolated photo like is this um couple or model whoever you're shooting do you want them to be alone in this photo or do you want to maybe show that they are in a busy scene there are people in the background like I love doing that with um like say beach photos or bikini photos is like Mm -hmm. having photos of them by themselves on the beach and then maybe one with like a busier background and they're still posing it just shows that they're they're actually on the beach there are people around or you might have some you know guy and his speedos walking down past like in the background or like you know it just adds to it so I think that's really cool as well yeah you don't have to cut everyone out yeah number four Mm. plan ahead with a shot list so this has helped me really a lot lately um 
because I got in this rhythm of just shooting what I normally shoot and working how I work and just kind of going through the motions. Um, but I wasn't, I wasn't like being particularly creative at this point. It was just like habit. So having a shot list just reminds you of a few things that maybe you'd like to try. Um, so at a recent um, engagement shoot, I I wanted to try shooting from the ground up. So having literally lying on the ground and shooting with the couple kind of holding hands, playing around, kissing above. And it's just a totally different perspective. But if you don't have a shot list written out, you will just get right back into that, go through the motions, you'll forget about it. Um, so just having a list will help you prepare for this and make sure you've got all of those other shots that you need as well. Mm. And I think it, it does depend how you work as well. Like I'm definitely not a shot list person, but I do always get the person to get obviously a mood board so I know what we're sort of going for. And we'll still refer back to it because especially if they get a bit uncomfortable, like they're forgetting what they're doing, like referring back to that shot list. And if there is something really creative, like you said, getting them holding hands and you're taking photo underneath, like that's a, like a really like staple shot. Um, and it really does set the, the mood and the story. So like something that's really important. So I think it, yeah, having that shot list to fit something really creative is definitely important for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, number five, learning how to cull better. So you want to cut the fat. Um, I think everyone definitely struggles with this at some point because obviously we're photographers, we've got taking photos. So there's going to be a lot of good photos, but mm-hmm. do not keep them all in as much as you want to. It is really difficult. I have always struggled with this. I'm definitely getting much better at it. I find um, it so hard. <laughs> yeah, it is very difficult. Um, I think especially when you're not getting them to do the selections, when you're doing the selections, it's like, oh, I'd rather just give you an over delivery because it's honestly taking me more time. To I don't know what they're going to like better. Yeah, mm. I used to always feel like that. Yeah, but I think just they don't know what they don't know. They don't know what photos are there. If you cut them out, they don't know about it. So just like... Pick the best ones. If there's something that's slightly the same, uh, sorry, slightly different, but pretty much the same, just pick the best one. Like are the eyes looking off to the left and then straight at the camera? Mm. Pick the best one. Don't do them the same. Because as well, like people that aren't photographers don't really understand the difference. So they're just like, oh, what's going on here? <laughs> like, or they'll just base their opinions on their own mm. like insecurities when mm. really they should trust your judgment of what the better photo is as the professional. Yeah, like an example of this when I just did that studio shoot and one of the looks was um, like the blue background, she's wearing yellow and it was really sort of like artsy, moody and just like editorial and some of the photos were awesome and they're like some of my favourites but they were too like pretty, they weren't posed enough, they weren't like edgy enough and as much as I loved those photos, the light was perfect, the framing was great, I was like, ah, oh, but I can't have half the mood in these photos really um, – I don't know, sort of pretty edgy, in the last and edgy. very like yeah, like delicate. Yeah, yeah, even just like the eyes looking off to the left, eyes looking to the straight, which one's going to fit the mood better? Mm. Looking off to the left because she's like, ugh, bothered. Looking straight at the mm. camera, it's a bit more like, oh, hello. <laughs> um, mm. Yeah, so just cutting down those photos to tell the story, to better help tell the story. Just because it's a good mm. photo, it doesn't mean it's better for that gallery. Love that. Um, which I kind of touched on as well. Number six, which is capturing emotions. So same thing. Um, emotion is communicated through faces, body language, your angle, like everything like that with the camera. Like 
just making sure it's consistent. If, uh, as I said before, if half the thing is edgy, half is pretty, try and keep it all in one. That's a weird mix. It doesn't, it's a bit confusing for the viewers. Like, what is this shoe? I, I don't understand. I think weddings could be an exception to that because mm. there's really like funny, happy moments and then there's more serious moments and then something like I've had, I've had galleries where one of them where it like started hailing and immediately like they're like, you know, they have these shocked faces mm. and like in a normal gal- gallery, you're not going to deliver that. But in a, in a wedding, it's part of the story. Well, that's um, the thing. So it yeah. fits to show that variety. But mm. again, in, in a brand, if you're, cre- if you're looking for a particular mood, then yes, absolutely stick with that, um, that mood. Yeah. I think it's a lot, yeah, with weddings, you're telling the love story, you're telling the day. So that's all a part of their story, like you said. But yeah, with brands or mm. a creative shoot or a model shoot, like there's yeah. one thing you're trying to get across. It's not a whole love story. So make sure you're consistent mm. with that. It's massive. Number seven, last one, is to use a narrative structure. So when delivering, don't just dump them all in a gallery and just be like, there we go, there they are. Um, Be very mindful about how you're arranging this gallery. So first of all, you should be setting the scene with a very wide shot, just showing where they are. Um, Then you can get closer and then you can add some details in throughout and then add a nice exiting shot until you move on to the next scene and then Mm. do the opening shot again. So this is like a movie or TV shows. Um, think about The Office. I hope everyone watches The Office. <laughs> it's <laughs> the best show. Um, but they'll, they'll show like the outside of the building first and then they'll come in and show you what room they're in. Maybe they're in Michael's office. And then they'll show you like a more tighter shot and then they'll enrich that via the B-roll. So that should be kind of the blueprint of what you're following Set the scene wide, present the story with a medium shot, show mm-hmm. the detail with a tight shot and enrich via the B-roll. So that's kind of observing what's going on. Um, and that kind of flow and delivery form will really help with your storytelling. Um, and once you have this gallery all up, you can have a look at it, scroll through as they would be on their, on their screen. And if you can see how these scenes flow beautifully then you're doing a great job. If you're mm. looking at a screen and you can only see 20 of the same kind of framing and photo, then this is when you know you need to, you cull, need to work creative. on this a bit more, <laughs> crop some of those shots, you know. Yeah, just get a bit mm. more mindful about how you're delivering this um, mm. to really get the maximum emotional reaction to your work. Yeah. So, um, in summary, always set the scene. Capture the details, the macro versus micro, as well as those mid shots. Mm-hmm. Um, capture emo- emotion and perspective. Aim for a good variety. So this can be your lenses, your angles, your perspectives, um, everything. Plan ahead to try new things that you want to dabble in. Um, cut the fat. Don't over deliver. <laughs> don't be like me. Um, <laughs> and think like you're directing a TV show or movie. So really treat this as an art form and... Um, Man, I'm telling you, this will really transform your galleries. So um, Mm. if you haven't heard of this storytelling before, please give it a go. Um, Honestly, it's just going to... I'm excited for myself because I'm I'm just Mm. starting to implement this a lot more. Um, And I'm really excited to share this with you guys and share my journey with it and how I feel like I'm improving and, um, you know, improving my work for my clients. 
Mm. I love how there's always something to work on. There's always something to improve on. Like so many people would never even thought of this. Um, But it is such a huge key thing in your business and in your work um, that you don't even think of. You're like, oh yeah, I'm all good. Like my photos are good. But it's like, Mm. yeah, but this is also just like a huge, huge part of it that no one even knows. So I'm really excited for everyone to kind of just like implement this a little bit more. I'm definitely keen to be a little bit better at it as well. And it might help us cut down. Yeah, exactly. And it helps so much with brands for brands too. Like, say Mm. you get you're adding those setting the scene photos, then they might use that as like a background of their website, just like a beach photo with nothing in it. Like, Mm. they will use these things as well. It's not useless content and a super, super close up. Maybe they're just doing, maybe you're just doing literally an inch of a model's skin with like sand on it and you know or like just like a belly button whatever mm-hmm. it could be just a beautiful simple very minimal um shot that they absolutely love and want on their website um or it could just be like a you know beautiful filler content on their socials like these these are definitely useful things for for businesses as well as they are like emotional um cues for weddings and couples so it's it's just yeah. useful for everyone this actually happened in the last bikini campaign I did. Um, I took a few just photos of the landscape, like literally just the beach, the ocean. Um, and she actually bought the extra photos of just the ones with there's no model in it. There's no product in it. It's literally mm. just setting the scene. But it's pretty clear that it is, it's in the same gallery because all the other photos are shot there. And then there's yep. this simple one that she can use for socials to break it up. Because you mm. don't like no brand wants to post the exact same thing on their social media same angle same crop like it just looks really boring there's no that you need to mix it up so definitely having that variety for them as well will go a really long way and yeah like the fact that I took a photo of the beach and she bought it I was like yeah cool (laughs) sweet yeah (laughs) yeah awesome guys well that's it there was a short and sweet one um Mm. but we hope you liked it let us know if you want more like short sharp Ones yeah, like this. to the point. Um, yeah, less yapping. Yeah. Amazing. Thank okay. you so much, guys. Thank you. You can follow us Make on sure Instagram at Shots Fired Pod. Yep. And reach out to us with any questions, any stories, anything funny that's happened to you. Literally anything. We want to hear everyone that's listening right now. Tell us something, even anything. if it's just like. What did you eat for breakfast? You need to work on your outros. <laughs> Tell us anything. (laughs) Anything, please. All right. We'll catch you next week, everybody. Yep. Yep. And, yeah, we hope you have a great week until then. Love you so much. much. Goodbye. Bye.